Hi, we're Mel and Emily, licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two estee besties who will have a cocktail or two and converse about their journey in the treatment room. We're hoping our experiences can make you laugh, relate, or educate you on something you didn't know. Today's episode is all about client communication. So with every episode, we have a cocktail, mocktail, coffee drink, um, and today's episode, we are having, it's a peppermint mocha cold brew. You guys, I wish you could see this. If you go onto our Instagram, obviously you'll be able to see a picture of this, but looking at it, it is the cutest thing ever. Oh, I oh wanted you to feel the Christmas cheer. Yes. Um, so it's Vizzy's uh peppermint mocha cold brew which honestly they have the best pre-made cold brews so I just like buy them now yeah they're delicious and then I have a peppermint mocha creamer really getting aggressive a little whipped cream there is I don't think there's anything as being aggressive when it comes to Christmas whipped cream and then the cutest little garnish it's adorable so okay we have another one coming our virtual assistant Katie is making that one right now so we're going to share this one to start but you go first I'll go first Oh my god, it's so good. good. Okay, I can't wait to try. It's very, it's not super sweet, which I like. It's just like a nice, soft peppermint mocha. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. It's- if you want the holiday drink without the overpowering sweetness, sometimes these holiday drinks can be too sweet for people. This is absolutely perfect. So if you like a really sweet drink, this probably isn't for you. But if you like the flavor of like a mocha, but not as sweet. Which I don't like when they get sweet. I yeah, find it them can nasty. Be, it can be too much. Um, This is perfect. I love it. I'm doing ours. Ooh, this one's even better than yours. I don't know if I got really? mixed up a little bit more. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, I'm doing another sip. If yours tastes different, I want to taste it. Here, I'll swap you. Okay. I think mine might have a little more creamer in it. Oh, I love creamer. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's delicious. So if you want it a little sweeter, put a little more creamer in. If you mm-hmm. want it a little more neutral, less creamer. But even with more creamer, it's still not super sweet. No, it's a really nice neutral. I feel like I was debating between doing like um, a hot chocolate drink. Oh, yeah. Or which, coffee. Which could be good too. Which could be good. I just, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm going to get more benefits out of the coffee. So yeah. That's where we're at. I'm eating the whipped cream right now, and it's delicious. <laughs> she was literally using her straw and, like, scooping it in her mouth. I was, like, that weird kid that would take creamers from, like, Perkins and, like, puncture it with my baby teeth and just suck the cream out. I love cream. The marshmallow is really good, too. I'm, like, going to town on that. Mm. Um, Good start to the podcast batching, Emily. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's up? What are we talking about today? Okay. So I wanted this conversation to just be – on the organic side, I just kind of wanted to make a conversation, but I obviously have some points within that. Um, I wanted to talk about client communication today. So I think as estheticians, we kind of get into our routine, our rhythm, and then we have these situations that pop up and then you're just like, whoa. What the I, fuck? Yes. Like, I don't know what to say in this. Um, how do I, what do I do? <laughs> and just like, it can you almost like lose everything you've ever learned and you're just like uh, bah, bah, I, I don't know <laughs> and I think 
two things. It takes years of experience to be confident sometimes to yes. direct a conversation because we did makeup for many years. And in the end, when people try to tell me we want this, I'd be like, no, you don't want that. And right. here's why. Yes. And I could say it like so confidently, but that took like yes. eight years of my life to get there. Yes. Um. So I, I get it. So I want to hear these like yep. real life examples. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to give some examples and then I'm also going to touch point on the importance of communication when it comes to emailing, texting, Love. all of that. So we'll kind of have a variety of um, points here, but okay. So the first story that I'm going to talk about happened a couple weeks ago. It was a busy day in the studio. And the way that we have our um, studio set up is we rent from another woman. She's an injector, Morgan, with MK Aesthetics. And so we everybody just kind of does their own thing. We have an online virtual skincare store and that's where our clients go to purchase their retail retail Mm -hmm. we have we do have a handful of products in studio for just like refill but we don't have everything that everybody needs no and so we don't do walk-in appointments for people to buy product and we can't because if you're a solo esthetician you know there we don't have a front desk person we literally are in our studio by appointment only yes so if you wanted to pick up products, you have to email or text us. We will prepay for the items and have them at the desk for you to grab at your convenience. We do not, do not yeah. have like like a spa, salon, retail store with a front desk person. Like, no. And I would say anybody listening to this episode, most solo estheticians are going to be on the same page. Exactly. So uh, we run a tight ship. It's like client in, client out. Obviously, there's those moments where we have like a little bit of break, but typically, typically it's just like we're rolling right along. So I was in transition between checking out a client and checking in a client. And so um, I don't have a lot of time. I need to just move on with my all of it. A girl walks in and I was assuming that she was here for Morgan or one of the nurses for injections. And I was like, hey, like, who are you here to see? And she was like, oh, I'm here to buy face reality products. I'm like, So then Emily's thinking, oh, Mel must have somebody picking up some products. Yes. And I wasn't in this. Was I in? You were, but you were with the client. And so I'm just like, oh, like who, like, who do you see? Who's your esthetician? And she's like, well, I don't have one. My friend gave me this list of products that she uses. Oh, my God. And I'm like well, what are you, what are you wanting to purchase? And she goes ahead and lists all of the face reality products, but 11% Mandelic, 15%, yeah, 15% Mandelic, the highest percentage of acne med, you name it, it was to the fullest activity level. And I am just looking at her and I'm like, but, but I'm like, processing what she's telling me i'm also like you are now i'm late because i'm trying to check out this client as you're telling me every single product that you need i'm like okay well let me just go see what i have like it caught me totally off guard when in reality i should have said we need to pause (laughs) we do not have people come in and buy face reality without having a consultation first Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. first of all I don't know what your skin type is you're telling me I don't know what your lifestyle is I don't know what's going on first of all you have you don't even have any pimples on your face right now you want to act in a 10 yes and I'm severe and exactly so I'm just like what the heck I I should have just said no I should have put up a boundary and said I cannot help you right now 
I need to move on with my clients. First of all, I'm not telling you can't buy face reality. Yeah. No, ma'am. You need to come in and make an appointment. Like you also can't just buy what your friends are buying. No. You have two totally different skin types. If your friend is that level, there's a difference. There's, there's a, a reason. There's a reason. And she probably yeah. built her way up. Also, she probably went to an esthetician and has been working with her for a long time because how do you know what products to use if you've never met with an esthetician? You have no idea about face reality. The key to success to face reality is using the right amount, of, right the products, but also you have to adjust the level every two weeks for the first 12 weeks. So again, you're it's just like, yes. oh my God. So I'm like frantically going between my rooms, my, like the back room, trying to find if I have these products. I don't. I'm trying to then explain to her that I like you have to like go online and purchase these. I'm also telling, trying to tell her, well, like technically you can't go this high because you're going to burn your face off. And I've wasted like 12 or 13 minutes trying to help this girl. Meanwhile, my next client is sitting there watching me do this and I should have just said no. Yeah. So that was a big regret. I was like, lesson learned. Just be straightforward about the fact but, that I can't help you right now. But this all happens to us like you get you're trying to you just get thrown into the walls, right? Yeah. Dude, she's going in for the marshmallow and I like mm. literally can't get enough of it. Oh wow. Yeah. That's delicious. Peppermint marshmallow. Win win. Side side like digress here. <laughs> um no, you gotta put in a really like shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And like looking back at the situation, Emily's dog Willow now is eating more of my plants. <laughs> it's like there's a dead leaf hanging out of her mouth. hello hello to today um but yeah like I think looking back at the situation like now you're like moving forward when somebody comes in you're gonna be like wait are you seeing an esthetician two like depending on how the answer that question will be like how you move forward exactly and also like we're by appointment only or by appointment only and I think in that moment I was just like worried about bothering like making her feel uncomfortable for coming in yeah um I didn't want her to feel like she was bothering us but at the same time she was so it was like "Ah." really yes it just threw me off because it doesn't happen very often but now moving forward I need to be prepared on what to say how to say it and you know obviously not shame them for coming in she's trying to no, get products i think she's, that's amazing and she's picking a great line i think yes but, but it just it might not have even been the right one for her so there's just so many questions that come with well then you get paranoid because then you were just like i didn't have the time to help her and guide her ask those questions yes. i don't really know what's going to happen now mm-hmm. and so like looking back i think yeah you're like here's the deal like we needed to set up a appointment, appointment with you, yes, before and, I can sell you anything. And in reality, she didn't. She never even bought the products. So, so it was a waste of time. Yeah, unfortunately. So, just got to be direct about those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So, speaking of face reality, the other situation that happened to me was last week as well. Oh my god! It was like such a wild week. Um, I had a client who came in for face reality. Um, consultation, got her set up, and she went on her way. She had like two or three, maybe even four appointments booked in advance, and um, she canceled all of them. Yep. And then came in probably a month later, which was last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, excuse me, and 
was basically just in meltdown mode because she was just not where she wanted to be. And I'm like, okay, walk me through what you've been doing because you canceled all of your appointments. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she said, well, I just was so frustrated because I felt like it wasn't working. And so I went and I bought a, a particular line at Target so she was on face reality? Yes. But how long was she on face reality for? Well, that's the thing. I said, she was like, I was using it for months. I said, months? I said, so-and-so, let's look at the timeline here. <laughs> you came in. You made a purchase. Two weeks after that was when you were supposed to come, in, come in, but you canceled that. I said, you were not using this product for months. You were using this product for two weeks. And two to four weeks is going to be purging and it yes. will get worse before it gets better. Exactly. And so this, that's what I told her. And oh I said, God. you have been so stressed from work. You're transitioning jobs. I said that alone, your cortisol levels are going up. You haven't been sleeping. You were in total chaos mode. And you chose to stop and go use a line from Target. There's a reason why you're here right now. And she's crying. Aww. And obviously I said. You were obviously being drunk but very yes, sweet. Yes. Like honest. Oh, 100%. And I said, I care about your skin getting cleared way more than you know. But I said, you have to be consistent mm -hmm. and you have to trust the process. Yep. I have so many clients who have had skin like hers, if not worse. Yeah. And I showed her pictures and I said, this is the timeline. This is the realistic timeline between when clients come in and when they're clear. And I said, you did not give this any chance at all. And I said, if you are willing to put that time in and make that commitment, I said, I am more than willing to move forward with you and stick with you. If you can't, that is okay. This room is like a safe space. There's no shame here, mm -hmm. but you, if you can't commit, then we need to figure something else out because this, you have to commit when you're doing the boot camp. And so I, we kind of had to come to Jesus meeting right there in that treatment room. Yeah. And she has been progressing so well, just even in two weeks. Yeah. It's wild. And so I was like, look, do you see, like, this is what it looks like to trust the process and to, to keep moving forward, even if it feels, feels like overwhelming. Exactly. Yeah. I And I, I love this example because I think a lot of times um, clients just expect miracles mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen overnight. And the work you put in will provide you the work, the results that you need. It just can take more time and everybody's journey is different. Willa mm -hmm. keeps finding leaves. I don't know where. Where does she get them? I don't know where she keeps finding <laughs> Willow. them. Willow, stop <laughs> eating them um but I love how honest you are with mm -hmm. her and I feel like I'm the same way like you have to be at this point because it's not my skin it's not my skin and right. if you don't want to put the work in or listen to what I'm telling you then like you're not really I'm not going to be able to help you exactly and so I think there's definitely like as estheticians you have to learn the balance of being direct with kindness yes you have to show grace to clients but you also have to be truthful about what is going on the expectations and what you need from them mm -hmm. because at the end of the day they want a result but that result is going to take a process and so setting those expectations yes exactly being clear and you know what you may have to fire a client you may have to yeah tell them that this is not going to work for you let's try something else and it may not be as successful as soon as you want it to be but at least you know it's it's something, but, um, yeah, I just think that that was a good reminder to me too, of just like show grace, but also 
be direct. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you showed her examples of other clients. Yes. Because I think showing pictures of like other clients like journey and like back checks and stuff can show like you're not the only one. And right. it took this client a very long time to get to this yes. point. Yes, exactly. So. And, you know, she now she's committed and she's moving right along and she's happy because she's seeing that this is working. Is working. Exactly. Love it. So my next story is from earlier this week. And I had a client come in who was getting a ProCell treatment done. She was a new client, and she first started off the conversation by saying, I have gone to an esthetician before. Her last treatment was a month ago, and she was very concerned about using anything that was not organic or clean beauty. She has a history of cancer in her family, and she's just very conscientious of that, and I was like, Okay. Absolutely respect that. She's like, I don't feel comfortable using anything other than a certain MLM. Uh, I obviously I don't want to throw anybody on the bus, but this is like, it was, yeah, I was just like, oh my word, you're using beauty counter. Okay. That's fine. But Mm, it's not. not. (laughs) And so she said, I don't really feel comfortable using the stem cell serum with this treatment. And my last esthetician said that we didn't have to. And so I'm like, in freeze mode. I'm like, you're signing up for ProCell microchanneling. Which is an investment. Which is an investment. You're using Beauty Counter and you don't want to use the stem cells that this treatment uses in order to stem cells heal the skin, help heal the skin post the trauma and they help stimulate the collagen and elastin. So it's really... Which is kind of the whole point to the to the treatment. So like by doing the treatment without that, because especially FYI, when you're older, you have less stem cells in your skin. Yes. And so you won't have as many to help with the healing process or the stimulation. So without using that serum paired with it, mm-hmm. the results are going to be half of probably what you could get. Exactly. If that, I'm not sure on the numbers, but like, I'm just saying it. Be, it's kind of to me like throwing money away. Well, exactly. And so I had to tell her, I was like, okay, this is an investment. I want you to get your investment like I want you your to results. get the results that you want from this investment. And I was like t- being so straightforward with you, ma'am, like you will not get the results that you want with yeah. beauty counter. And it was like, I could have like shot her kitten or something. I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but this is the reality. You're it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, as far as serums go for the treatment, Glow Skin Beauty has the bio, vegan. the vegan BioRenew EGF drops, yep. which is a great alternative. I explained that to her. I said, this is something that you need to invest in um, because it's going to pair it, with the treatment. It's yes. going to heal and help stimulate collagen and elastin. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I don't know if she went home and bought that. I need to check. But I loaded her up with samples. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is not going to work. Willow, get down. Get down. Good girl. Get down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so I loaded her up with samples and I made sure that she went home with at least like enough to last her the next two weeks yeah. until she comes back. I don't know if she's going to come back. She was like, I didn't really see results with my last one. And I'm well, like, like, well, you no, didn't duh. Stem, you didn't use stem cells. Exactly. And so then also it's you're not going to see the results you want by just one treatment. This is like 
a multiple treatment service that you're going to need. Yep. And so trying to explain this to her, I think people, again, want miracles, but they want miracles to happen in their own way. Yeah. And, and that's also, not a reality. I don't know the prior esthetician who worked with her. It, I feel like there was a miscommunication on educating the client about the full treatment. Yes. I try to be almost like, I don't try to deter people from the treatment, but I'm like, you're going to need to do at least a series. And when I say series, a minimum of three, I say. Yes. But if your skin has more concerns, you might need up to six. And if your skin isn't that bad, you might only need two. But I'm right. telling you to go in knowing that you're going to need at least three minimum. Exactly. This is what it costs. Also, you're going to need to pair the right products with it. Yes. If you try to skimp out on, you know, the the products that would help enhance the treatment, then honestly, you're better off just not doing the treatment and just investing in the products and then just start from that route because exactly. I can't do a miracle with like one or the other. Exactly. And this was just like a good reminder to me as well to know the how and why something works because I'm trying to explain to her the the glow the glow skin serum the egf drops mm -hmm. and what's in it and i was like i don't even remember the technical terms terms ingredients i'm just like uh, uh i'm like stumbling over my words i'm feeling like an idiot i'm just like oh my gosh and then trying to explain that these stem cells that are in pro cell are not actually going to harm your body they're natural i just was like i just kept feeling like i was losing my like my way with things and it just reminded me that I need to remember some of like, why a product is important, what's and in, and works. how it works. Because and also in regular people terms. Yes, because that is my job. That is our job as estheticians is educate. to educate the client. And I just felt like I failed her in that. Yeah. And that was really disappointing to me because I know why this is important, but I need to be able to explain relay it and relay it and give them the best treatment that they're paying for. And I just didn't feel like I did that. And so it was disappointing. I felt frustrated. I'm also like, I don't necessarily think this is the best treatment for you. And I should have probably said that, but it was kind of like, I felt like I was stuck between a rock frustrated. and a hard place. Yeah. And also it's like, okay, I'm losing money if I do that. You know, like there's just being real. Like I just felt very weird. <laughs> And I think we all get there, right? Like sometimes certain products or ingredients, like you, it takes years of experience to really speak, to speak to certain things. Yes. Like when we finished SD school, like our brains were so overloaded with so many things. Like, yeah, you know, like this ingredient might be a brightener, but like literally like we learned so many ingredients, like mm -hmm. it is insane. Yes. So it's like, I think as an esthetician, like something that you could do that would maybe help is like maybe one ingredient a day, take the time to like open up the ingredient skincare book mm -hmm. and literally be like, okay, this ingredient, get to know what it does and how it works yes. and why it's important. Who is it for? Yep. Because just kind of slowly incorporating those things and also dealing with things that like you felt you screwed up on yeah. help you remember things better. Exactly. So guess what? Guess who's going home and researching all of well, the stem cell. Yeah. Me. Miss Emily. <laughs> so those are just some examples of life lately in the treatment room that reminded me um, that it's important to know the hows and whys of what we do, what we do. Okay. So to kind of wrap things up, I wanted to give a very practical example of how to communicate the importance of quality in your products. 
Yeah. So we, I had a client come in earlier this week and I kind of, she had a a thousand different products that she was using from a thousand different brands and they were all things. Sephora, Ulta. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And they all had the right ingredients in it, you know, niacinamide, hyaluronic acid, all of that. Um, And so I was kind of trying to explain to her in a very relatable way why I believe clinical and professional grade level products are just better and yep. why they're worth the investment. Yeah. So you have something like McDonald's, right? When it comes to food. Yeah. I love McDonald's. Give me a Big Mac every once in a while. Am I going to eat a Big Mac every day? No. <laughs> <laughs> then you also have a five-star restaurant or something like a co-op where the quality of the ingredients are just better and the food tastes divine. However, you're paying more for that experience. Yep. Could you get nutrition nutrients from McDonald's? Absolutely. However, eating that every day, no go. So same thing goes for our skin. Why are we going to be continually putting things on our face, into our skin, in our body that just don't have the benefits that investing a few more dollars into um, can give us with the professional and clinical grade products. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, it takes a little bit more of an investment, but in the long run, it's going to be so much better for your skin and your skin's health. Yeah. And I liked it when she, like you said it really quick and easy, but I feel like when you, when I walked by and you explained to this client, the great way about this analogy is Emily didn't shame the client or make her feel bad for using what she's using. Mm-hmm. She's a great client because she's excited and wants to be using a really good skincare line. Yes. But, and that's why she's here to see us. Mm-hmm. And our job is to educate her why she should switch over from what she's using to use better products. Exactly. And um, I just felt like Emily's like, yeah, I mean, I like McDonald's. I'll eat it every now and then, mm-hmm. but I'm not eating it every day. Exactly. And I felt like that was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like it just hit like a really hit the spot. Exactly. Because I'm not going to say like, oh, every product that you can buy at Sephora or Target is trash. Because that's not true. No. But consistently using that every day, you're just not going to get the results that you want. For some people, maybe. Some people can eat McDonald's every day of their life and not get fat, not have health problems. That's a genetic thing. That's a unique. That's that's like one out of a thousand clients. Yes, exactly. Same thing with skincare. We have some clients that have literally the most perfect skin in the world and they literally just wash their face and like use body lotion on it. And I'm like, but they're genetic, (laughs) but genetically like they have like that, like the best skin in the world. Like it's genetics and they're just blessed. And that's again, like the one out of a thousand people. It's not normal. Exactly. So find what works for you that relates well to your clients and just use that analogy in order to communicate effectively and I also I don't like to say say like dumb down but like honestly like all the scientific talk and stuff like that it literally it goes over people's head it goes over my head yes and so like I always use the analogy of collagen and elastin in our skin as like a dense forest when Mm -hmm. we're in our teens and like as a child slush it's this beautiful tropical jungle Mm -hmm. and then as we age it just gets keeps getting more depleted and depleted and depleted because we're not producing you know, new mm-hmm. collagen or anything like that. Right. And so the importance of products that stimulate collagen and elastin is it keeps the forest full. Yes. Versus you turn 50. And I you, love this. You haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Your forest is depleted. There's nothing there. It's yeah. burned to the ground. And now you want to be youthful. That's going to take 
a lot so of time. much more work mm-hmm. because we have nothing to work with. Exactly. Where if you were constantly maintaining that, like mm-hmm. doing pro-cell microchanneling, using yep. peptides to help stimulate it. Yep. Um, maintenance is going to be so much easier than somebody deciding that they're not going to do skincare until they're 50. Right. Um, and so I use the dense forest analogy that I think I got from Glymed because visually to me, I can see that mm-hmm. where like when people used to explain it, your collagen elastin, I kind of just was like, I get it, but I need a visual. Yes. And so again, our job is to provide ways to educate our clients that are relatable and understandable. Yes. So I love it. Just to kind of wrap things up, I want to continue on the communication wave, but oh, yeah. kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah, girl. Um, okay, so let's say this took a minute for me to understand, and I don't know why, but it was like an aha light bulb moment that went off. And that is I needed to learn the importance of utilizing the communication tools that I was paying for, <laughs> which was my schedulicity. And I was like, okay, I had all these cancellations happening. And I'm like, dang, Instagram is not cutting it. Like I'm promoting it on there, but it it's not, my schedule is still not filling these cancellation spots. And Mel was like, Emily, why don't you just send an email yep. through Schedulicity that lets your clients know your openings? And I was like, oh, duh. Mm-hmm. Like that was so simple and probably so, like it should have been a duh, but I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And so sent out an email within minutes, I had all of my spots filled. And so just a reminder to all of you SDs, utilize the tools that you're paying for yep. in order to keep your books full. Yeah. Hello. Easy. Also, another thing, texting clients to move them up or down when you need to. Some people are a little bit against that. I think if you do it all the time, it's frustrating. It is. But if there's an opening earlier in my day and I see that I have a client coming in later or whatever, I always prefer to ask my clients that are already coming that day if they want to move up. I never am like, oh, I need to move my day around. It's just like there was a cancellation. Would you like to move up? And if not, no biggie. Exactly. So using your communication skills and tools in order to make your the schedule work for you so you're not having giant gaps that's important too Mm -hmm. um some people i think are afraid to like ask their clients to do that and again not all the time but Mm. if there's an opening why not ask if they want to come in earlier yeah you know oh my god so just like those little things that i think are important to remember that just help you keep your schedule how you want it and need it yeah I, I 100% agree. Yeah. I don't know if you have any other like suggestions on that, but it was just like, oh, I I want to remind people that those things are available and you can do that. I also, I didn't do this at the beginning, but I do it with new clients now is like when we, when I meet them and like, you know, talk about communication, I always am like, I'm here for you. I'm here mm-hmm. for the journey. Um, if it's urgent, like if they do like a, a more corrective treatment appeal or, you know, post on like there's an emergency or something like you feel like something's all right, you can text me. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's not urgent, communication via email is going to be the best way for me to respond back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so setting those boundaries of how you'd like to communicate with your clients. Yes. I have some clients that just text me more than others and that's fine too. Um, sometimes though, if I have a really busy day in studio, it can get lost. So if it's a more important email that you need more questions about email or yeah. Yeah. More. Yeah. I don't know how I phrase it. I think I said email, email twice, but <laughs> that's okay. if it's more, um, 
important stuff that you have to ask questions about, email is going to be easier for me. Sure. But if it's a quick thing about your upcoming appointment or things mm-hmm. like that, text is great. Um, I honestly hate DMs on Instagram. Oh, for, that is the worst. From current clients or new clients about booking appointments. Yes. Like about like, hey, when's my next appointment? Because mm-hmm. that will get lost. Mm-hmm. I find it the most um, unprofessional way to communicate with me. And I usually will kind of be like, if you need something, please email or text me because right. um, it will get lost on the DM. Right. And for some people, maybe DMs are easier. No. Not for me either. But for some people, it works. Like they're you kind of just have to find your rhythm of communication and what works for you and stick with it and stay consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because what works for you might not work for another esthetician, but I just want to encourage everybody who is an esthetician to find and main like find what works for you, maintain those boundaries and just be consistent with it. Yeah. I guess I have a good question for you. Yeah. How, um, if somebody emails you, mm-hmm. what is your rule of thumb in getting back to them? Oh, Lord Emily's have a lot mercy. It's not the best. I, I don't prefer email. I, and it honestly, it also depends on the client and it depends on the question. So I always tell people you can email me or text me. Odds are you're going to get a much faster response when you text me. Um, emails, it takes me a, a long time. Yeah. Don't email Emily. Yeah. And so I think it's ingrained for me for my corporate world is I always respond back to emails within 24 hours. Nope, I'm very, I'm very diligent. Um, as for text messages, I usually respond within that day immediately unless mm-hmm. I'm with clients and then it will be like later in the day or yeah. it'll be the next morning depending mm-hmm. on the time of day. Um, <clears throat> I am just a very like, will respond back immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that that's healthy, right. but usually people correspond with me on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I don't respond to them until Monday. Yeah. And I kind of like have certain days that I catch up on like yeah. Wednesdays or Sundays. Like I will respond back to you, but if it's urgent, I usually am pretty quick with it. But um, also it just depends on the question, depends on the client. Truthfully, it's just, it, it just depends. So. Okay. So I guess all of a sudden done. My biggest takeaway is I think being direct with your clients, but also showing um, sincerity. Yes. Like to not make them feel shame or not to make them feel dumb. Like I think those are really important. Yep. Um, I also would say like being direct because people need to be told what to do. Yes. If they want results. Yes. And sometimes they're not going to like, like what you say. Absolutely. And not and, to feel but, bad about that. Right. And that shouldn't keep you from saying what you need to. Exactly. In a way that's effective, but gentle. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then last but not least, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries. <laughs> know how you operate. Sometimes you're going to need to improve how you operate. Yeah. Um, I think for me, that's one of my goals next year is to just be better about getting oh God, back girl. to people quicker. Same. Well, not that, but just but like we, lifestyle. Yeah, just lifestyle. And just um, I think knowing yourself as an esthetician is really important. And then um, doing what you need to do to make yourself better. So if communication is one of those things where you feel a little bit um, not as confident in or, you know, you need to work on something. Start educating yourself. Start yes. reading blogs. Start watching videos. Yep. And just start um, taking baby steps in order to improve in that area. Perfect. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Cheers. <laughs>